vulnerability, that's a tough word to say, and an even more difficult thing to act out. But it's the main ingredient for stories that resonate. So let's get vulnerable, people. And don't worry, we're in this together. Welcome to The Pod Lab, a podcast movement original series. I'm Doug Fraser, producer and host of NPR's What We Do. Today, we'll be discussing pushing the storytelling envelope by digging into your own insecurities. Before we get into that conversation with storyteller Shannon Kaysen, let's check out the Pod Lab tip of the week. Okay, let's talk about organization. Yes, it's as unsexy a topic as ever existed, but if you opened your audio project a year from now, would you understand where everything is and why it's there? If you're shaking your head right now, that's okay, because I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> you just need to create a system for organizing everything. Your audio files, your Word documents, uh, any important correspondence you have with guests, which includes emails, text, tweets, have it all organized in a way that's useful for not just your work today, but your work a week, a month, a year from now. Future you will thank you. Personally, I use Dropbox, and this isn't a paid endorsement. It's just what I've been using for years, and it really works for me. Not only for keeping things in the right places, but I also have nightmares about my computer shutting down and losing all of my work. So keeping in the cloud helps me stay sane. There's also a feature, um, I think it's a couple extra bucks a month, that lets you look at all the previous versions of a document you've saved. And that can really come in handy too. Getting excited about getting organized is a good start, but you need a system to keep that ship afloat, which is a process. And when I started to create a process, uh, it took a lot of pain out of getting the actual work done. I would sort of avoid projects at times because they were so disorganized that I, I just did not want to be around them. They were not fun to work on. Even though they were very fun topics themselves, the lack of organization really brought down my desire to come anywhere near those projects. And it's, it's small stuff you do that adds up a lot, like how you name your files or creating templates for documents and audio editing sessions, which seriously, if you don't have templates for things like that, start doing that today. And if, if you're not sure how to get started, there are tons of free resources on YouTube, so go check those out. One final thought on this whole organization thing, transcribe all of your podcasts. Don't do this by hand, use an online service because one day uh, when you're 100 episodes deep, you'll wanna find a particular audio clip or revisit a part of an interview and you'll have no idea where to start. But if you transcribe your episodes, you can find what you need with a quick and easy keyword search. There are free services out there where you just upload your episode and you can soon after download a Word doc for your files that has the entire interview right there. And some services even break up the speakers, so you'll have them divided by speaker one, speaker two, speaker three, and then you can go and rename those speakers so you know exactly who is talking uh, in that moment. Personally, I use Otter, but there are tons more that are available. So get out there and get organized. A few hours of creating a system today will save you countless hours of headaches down the road. Trust me, I've suffered too much already, and I don't want you to suffer the same. Now it's time for this week's podcast movement community question. 
This week's question landed in the PodLab's inbox from Mark J. If you'd like to be featured on the show, send your question to thepodlabpodcast at gmail.com. Mark writes, Someone told me my podcast doesn't feel authentic. How can I dig deeper and be more authentic with the personal stories I share on my show? That is a great and difficult question mark. (laughs) Thank you for sending that. To help answer it, let's talk with Shannon Kaysen. Shannon is an incredibly talented storyteller. You might know him from Homemade Stories, The Trouble, In Good Company Detroit, or from his regular appearances on Snap Judgment. He was also a Moth Grand Slam champion. So... Let's see what Shannon has to say about digging deeper and being more authentic in storytelling. So it's going to be the layer that I, I, I give you when we first meet. Hey, how's it going? What's your name? Then it's a deeper layer beyond that, and it's a layer beyond that. So what I do is, like, say I want to tell a story about um, hanging out with my daughter. And although that can be an enjoyable experience, I would say, you know, what am I really thinking right here? What do I'm really feeling right here? I don't want to cook, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't, you know, we're going to eat this same. So I want to like go deeper. Like say if it's a relationship thing, I'll say, what am I really, really feeling? It's important. Like I saw this thing, um, it was like this monk or some self-help thing that they was doing. And they kept asking, like, what do you really want? Or what do you want? What do you want? And they kept asking it. And the, the more they asked it, the deeper that it went. You, you get yeah. what I'm saying? A person like, oh, I just want to get married and be happy. What do you want? I want to, you know, and they went deeper and deeper until it's like, I just, I want peace or something like that. It, it can go deeper. So I try to find that in storytelling for myself, but I also want to be able to help others to go a little deeper. Let's go a little deeper in this rather than just that surface answer or that surface statement or that surface uh uh detail you know yeah yeah you don't necessarily based on position say you you leader of a company or you want to um um, scale or grow or do this stuff you don't necessarily tell all your worst moments right so you're not necessarily going all the way there but control, the storyteller controls the memory. So you can have a level of control, not necessarily going full off. I, I, I play my character in my storytelling kind of like an anti-hero. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I want to tell some of the, the gritty parts of my life because I think that that's more interesting. Yeah. But if it's somebody I'm working with, say I'm working with some executive or something, they might not want to go that far. Like, yeah, I'm going to you know, sniff cocaine right after this speech. You get what I'm saying? I was sniffing it right before and I'm being in the bathroom, you know, doing something strange for a little change in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, you might want to leave that for, <laughs> you might not want to tell that on stage with, with the whole company. But hey, at a certain point, you may want to share that, you know? So it's like that acceptance of who you are, that acceptance to go a little deeper, but also control the message. You know, it's a give and take, you know, yeah. but it also push a little further than just being a um, automaton or, you know, not being um, 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 unique in any way. I think we are unique. And sometimes a lot of people suppress that uniqueness just to fit in. You know, if you don't fit in a little bit, it's kind of interesting. It makes you stand out a little bit more. Yeah. Do you think that's why people may hesitate to tell fuller versions of their stories because they're afraid they're not going to fit in anymore? Well, it's all kind of reasons on why a person uh, suppress 
some of the things that they they could possibly share you know um most times the the core of it is fear um and just in how we live uh more more free to uh, true to ourselves in so many ways you know we we it's a fear i have fear everybody has fear but um to be able to push on that fear a little bit more like to tell a story and people gonna relate to it and they're gonna appreciate that you were honest about it yeah rather than lying about it and it really it helps you because now you're free to go there a little further sometimes other and you don't have to like 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 i always if i get into a spot where i'm too will smith smithish like people liking me too much i gotta do something to like turn you off a little bit because it's gonna happen that i'm gonna say something to turn you off and if you like me all you know i'm smiley guy and happy uh, let's switch this up a little bit. Let me say something that, cause I want to have the freedom to say what I want. I don't want to fit into this box that you put uh, necessarily. I want to be able to be free in this a little bit more than just, and I think people appreciate that too. If you're able to do that, I follow a lot of comedians. So in comedy, uh, comedy is one of them things where it benefits you to even be more um, vulnerable. You know, it benefits the comedy and the crowd. The, the, the awesome thing about comedy, the, the crowd is listening like, oh, man, I wish some I, somebody finally said it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What I was thinking all along. This is what some, you know, and that's what the gift of comedy is. And I think storytelling has that as well. Storytellers, we should push that. Like comedians push it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why do we tell stories in the first place? So we're not alone. We don't, nobody wants to be alone. Community is a real big um, uh, need for humans, you know, and we watch stories, we tell stories, we, um, we, we listen to stories and we want something to relate to. You know, I tell the stories, I tell the story, the memories I've had, memories I wish I would have had, uh, memories that I, I, I almost want to forget sometimes, but that's storytelling, you know, it's like we've gone through these things, we can relate in certain ways through telling these stories, and that's the magic of it. If a person is sitting there in the audience and you telling a story and them thinking, I got to call my grandma because this story touched me, and they sitting there holding back tears on the inside from listening because they just don't want to look silly around the date that they with, but it's in their heart. They're like, man, I... I want to be around my grandma more. I need a, I need to hug my, my dad. You know what I'm saying? I want to hit them points within the storytelling. But also, that's what hits me. I get it all the time. I'll be watching or hearing something. I'm like, man, they touching me. I don't know. You know, it hits something. But that take being vulnerable to get there. You know, you can't get there just trying to cakewalk it. You got you to gotta go in the trenches. That does it for this week at the Pod Lab. If you'd like to be featured on a future episode, send your questions to thepodlabpodcast at gmail.com. And when you get a moment, would you mind leaving an honest review? It really helps other listeners discover the show. Until next time, keep experimenting. The Pod Lab is a podcast movement original series produced and hosted by me, Doug Frazier.